And welcome back to part two of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your DMV sports podcast, bringing you all the knowledge that the three assholes here can bring you, which is uh, not saying a whole lot. <laughs> as Jerry laughs as he looks at, the, uh, at his stat chart, which consists of uh, not a whole lot these days during the dog days of summer, does it? Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we're going to be living in the past for as long as uh, as long as it takes until our uh, our teams get back on the field. So, one of the teams getting back on the field sooner than others would be our beloved Washington Redskins, and the the soap opera that uh, surrounds Ashburn and, and FedEx Field will be will be back in in and amongst us. So, recently we have some interesting Redskins talk, and it it always revolves around an injury. It feels like. <laughs> So here we have what was a fairly deep unit that we were hoping was going to keep ball control this year, our running backs, because let's face it, the offensive line and quarterback situation is constantly in flux. So we had said that the one of the formulas for this team was going to be run the ball <laughs> 40 times if you had yeah, to. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Run exactly. The ball. And on paper, if they are healthy, you've got Darius Geis, Adrian Peterson, Chris Thompson. It's a pretty decent, formidable crew back there. That's but very, yeah, very solid. Geis coming off of the ACL injury now has a hamstring injury, which he is downplaying. It's still early. Is this a concern? No. Good enough. Okay. Is that my is uh, that, sure. case closed, Your Honor? I answered it, Your Honor. I rest. <laughs> no, I mean it's a it's a tweak. You know, I mean, I I was you hear it and you're like, oh my goodness. But then you realize it's the offseason. There's nothing to talk about. That's and, just it. There's still time, right? And he's out there saying, I mean, he wouldn't be saying, well, maybe he would. Because what are you guys talking about, basically? Mm-hmm. I tweaked my hamstring. Give me a week or two. I'll be fine. Right. I mean, obviously, I'm concerned about him just because he's never taken a snap. Until you see him get through a season, you're right. going to wonder if he can get through a season. So That's if he... A game. <laughs> Yeah, get, get 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 through a preseason, but uh, you know, obviously, if he can't go, it's a problem because that means you're putting everything back on AP, which is what you don't want to happen. Exactly, you want AP to be that complimentary piece, yeah, not you the want, workhorse again, right? You want a workhorse by the time. Oh no, no, Pirine. They still have Pirine. Oh my god, <laughs> he, he is the, the he's the Colt McCoy. Of, <laughs> likes that guy, but no, but, uh, but what so you great. want is you want to be in the lead in the fourth quarter with a tired defense, and now you have two fresh running backs, Geis and Adrian Peterson, who you can just rotate in even through series. You know, let AP pound them for five plays and you bring guys in and let him pound them for five plays and then bring and then AP. Thompson comes in on third downs and he's just a nightmare to deal with out of the backfield. Right. No, no, no. So, I mean, that's what you want and you need the two headed monster. So obviously, you know, for a guy, I mean, if it was Peterson who tweaked his hamstring, there wouldn't be an issue because he, everybody's well, he'll be back. Right. But guys, right. you know, obviously it's a talk, it's a concern, but to answer your question, I'm not worried until we get to, even the first week, who cares about the first week of training camp? It's, you know, you, if we get to week three of training camp, which is probably uh, the second preseason game and he's not at full speed, then you're like, uh oh. Right. Because maybe he had a pull instead of a tweak. Sure. Um, but right now, no. So about a month from now is when we need to start paying attention to that, that hammy. These that guys, sounds about right. These guys work out, if they, assuming they work out, all year round. They well, don't even need tra- – it's not like they used to smoke cigarettes back in the 70s and then in training camps the first time they actually did any activity. Exactly. You exactly. Know? And See, they're smoking on the sidelines <laughs> and their guards are 228 pounds. And Wasn't Riggins bigger? That's when than- the Steelers <laughs> went all their Super Bowls, by the way. If you want to count them, good job, Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, tough league back then. Um, now, 
I actually had an optimistic point of view for a change on the Redskins when I saw this because here he is having rehabbed an ACL injury, which is about the most painful, long, drawn-out process there is next to an Achilles. And it is not uncommon to pull you know, a calf, a hammy, a quad, even overdo it when you're in the weight room with a shoulder or something like that because, I mean, you're rehabbing and you're trying to compensate and you're trying to move the process along. So if it is truly a tweak, zero concern from my end. Um, he's a pro and, uh, and all that. It is still the Redskins, so you, take, you, you expect the worst as a fan, <laughs> number one. And like Jeremy and Jerry said, you, he can't get on the field yet so until that happens when you're rehabbing that acl you know hammy and quad are getting the most work right they're the most absolutely you know for stability for that for that fix so you know it's not a surprise at all that it got overloaded a little bit Mm -hmm. and uh you know it's much better to you know chill now let it get healthy so you don't compensate and hurt something else on the you know on the way get healthy and you know again we'll worry about it in a month that's that's when i'll be worried about it yeah trey quinn hall of fame I'm telling you, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, you probably play quarterback, running back, and receiver. I'm not, if he could snap a ball to Trey Quinn, who can throw the ball to Trey Quinn, that'd be Jay's best play. Damn right. I'm not gonna reveal my strategy <laughs> in fantasy, but I'm saying Trey Quinn first Trey, round. Trey Quinn first round. <laughs> I'm not gonna reveal my strategy in fantasy either because uh, I don't have one. God. Yeah. I, yeah, you do. You cheat and get all the good picks. Yeah, you bastard. Works well. So as as we're thinking about guests to come on here in the next few weeks. Um, I would definitely like to do a college football preview show, and we need to think about who we want to have on for that. And I would like to have somebody other than a Maryland or WVU fan. I definitely don't want a Penn State fan. I'm going to throw up all over myself. <laughs> I've, I've already or punch him in the face. By the way, know did you one. see ESPN predicted W two and ten? Yeah, I saw that. Ooh. Two and ten, mm. and one of those wins. He's worried about because it's JMU. Yeah, and they he's may like, go J- one and eleven. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's now they're so going to win five games. They're going to beat the shit out of Kansas. They're going to beat TCU. They're going to seriously. TCU's good. They are good, they're but they're I'm saying they out one or two. Of no, those no, they've, they've got enough firepower. <clears throat> they still got team speed. They still playing the Big Twelve. You know, between our college football podcast, between Maryland and WU, this may be the longest fucking year of our lives, man. We may win like four games total between the two programs. That wouldn't be good. That wouldn't be very good at all. <laughs> Um, now we'll save our college football talk for them, but while we're thinking about who we want to have on the podcast, I definitely want to do a fantasy football primer, you know, later in August, I would love to have Sean come on if he can. He's the commissioner of our, uh, of our money league guy knows what the fuck he's doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want him there if he's going to, but I want want to hear his knowledge because I thought I was pretty decent at fantasy football. And my teams the last couple of years have just been, <laughs> they've been a joke. Yeah, I've finished second and third to it's, this cheater. Yeah, cheater it's like, like Andre has been drafting for <laughs> me. Cheating or not, I kick your fucking sorry asses in that I league. Mean, I mean, fuck you. Game. Jeremy <laughs> would win every game, game by like 35 to 40 points. <laughs> it wouldn't be fun. So last year's numbers were staggering. He was averaging like 240 a game for like 10 <laughs> weeks. Amazing. I, was like, I was barely sniffing 200. I was like, I was like is, he, is he breaking in and stealing people's players? <laughs> like, well, we're not even paying attention? Yes. and, and like, because I thought I had Mahomes. Because he's the commissioner and he's got the waiver wire, I'm pretty sure he just yeah. snatched all like the he big He just creation. snatches all that shit up, dude. <laughs> I can also change all your lineups in the back. Like, I was sweet. <laughs> I had a good lineup. I was like second, and, and Jeremy like beat me by 35 points. I know, I know. You know what sucks about fantasy is like you're watching the game, but you're not actually watching your score, and you're like, dude, I got that guy. I'm having a big year. I'm having a big week. I'm having a big week. And you get on there, and you got like 120 points. Mm-hmm. And it's because you forgot to start the guy. <laughs> well, that, that's my problem is, I, I you know. <laughs> that happens, Jeremy. I'm not, I'm get not in there. S- I'm not sitting there in the fall on Sundays, at, you bribed. know, 
at like a party going, oh, how's my guy doing? But I'm like, oh, shit, I drafted that guy. And then I, my first thought is, guarantee he's on my bench. Guarantee. <laughs> it's the worst. Did you guys know, back to the Redskins, that Ryan Kerrigan is seven and a half sacks away from breaking the all-time Redskin record in being? I did hear that. Seven <laughs> and a half sacks away from Dexter. As much as we make fun of him, because he's easy fodder at times, well, he's been on some really well, bad teams. He's just teams. a nice... Yeah, he's, he, yeah. But yeah, he's not the biggest, most imposing rusher. But he has been unbelievably consistent. He stayed healthy for the most part. He has, again, he's been one of the better players on a lot of bad teams. And he's just, he does the yeoman's work out there, man. He's I'll in the credit. ring of fame, dude. Oh, he's absolutely. Definitely he's definitely in the ring of fame. He's got to be. Yeah, that's it. Good for him. Who's who's the leader? Is it Manly? Dexter. Dexter's the man. Yeah, he was. Um, well, speaking of Kerrigan, now that is the unit on this team that makes me the most excited. I mean, they're front, they're front seven. It's legit. Legit top five in the league. Good. It's so good. And seeing him have some support up front and guys looking in the middle and having to double team a guy like Allen or, you know, I mean, they, 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 they really could be the difference maker for this team. I mean, they, I think, I think last year, one of the criticisms you have is that they didn't have a rotation um, and they played Jonathan Allen too much early on and they played I think so. pain too much early on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you got to have a rotation. I'd like to see Tim Settle play more. Yes. You know, he's a big body. Maybe you don't play him on passing down. So let's face it, guys. This yeah, is but he's, a, he's nasty on yeah, first, this first is and second down. But this is a nickel league, league now, man. This it is. is. A, I mean, run yeah, stoppers. Right. But it, it's, it just makes sense to me. If you can stop the run, then you're gonna, your chances of success are so enhanced so much because, it, it, you know, other than Tom Brady and Drew Brees um, – you're going to be able to stop most teams. Yep. Um, if you if you can stop the run, then focus on the uh, you know take away a receiver or two. Now you're in the game. Now you're doing now you're doing yeoman's work. But you're right, Todd, Kerrigan and Sweat. If Sweat is the freak that That's everybody says, That's if he's the freak that everybody says, and they can close up the ranks and just get pressures and the core the quarterback can't step up because the D line is pushing the pocket back. Now, you don't need great corners. You don't need great safeties. Right. You just need because it's so quick. Yep. You know, yep. and that's three seconds of coverage. All you need. You're right. good that's shape. where Josh Norman excelled in Carolina. Is when their front seven was amazing. Was completely uh, with Peppers and all oh, those yeah. guys. No, those guys were nasty. And I mean, they made him look great because the quarterback had three seconds to throw the ball. So you only have one or two moves you got to cover. Yep. And that, now you're in position to make plays. So jump over bowls, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's going to be the the formula for winning for the Redskins is get off the field. Right, force punts, and don't turn the ball over on offense. Yep, and shorten the game. Get first downs by running the ball, and make it a, a low twenties to teens game. Because mm-hmm. if if they score more than twenty five, curtains. Yep, no, the I Redskins agree. cannot cannot score twenty five points. We're or not more. a team that can chase the game. We can't chase points. We, <clears throat> I don't like the you know. Uh, you know, I don't like the bend, don't break defense, but we are way better off in those scenarios being up 17-13, making somebody go the full 80 yards to get six on the board to win, not just a field goal. I, I, I like our chances a lot more. But now, here's here's the difference. Sorry to cut you no, off. No, no, go for it. Here's the difference. Yeah. If, you have, <laughs> if you have a talented and impactful front seven who can get sacks, now you're getting turnovers. And that's and the difference, right? you flip the field so yep. you could have a boring – if you get two turnovers a game – and three punts, man, look at that. It's like five possessions that you flipped, and now you're on, you know, the turnovers will go on the 50. or great. Now, you, now you can get points without having a great offense. 
That's the difference. It's mm-hmm. not a bend, don't break. It is a bend and a then get turnovers. Yep. I mean, I, I don't know what this team's going to look like if they can actually get pressure. I don't think the Skins have had pressure in about 20 years. I agree you with know, you. And I, no, last time they were decent. <laughs> I mean, you know? really. Yeah. No, you're right. It's going to be – it could be fun to watch in some regards. I'm still not – We'll see how the roster plays out. We'll see how the injury, you know, bug does or doesn't go around the team. We'll see who's really coming through. Who they're makes gonna, the they're gonna have no man. playmakers. I mean, Trey Quinn is I, I expect what, again, that's why they Trey can't Quinn? chase points. I expect him to be their leading receiver. He's gonna get a lot of leading balls. Leading in what? <laughs> well, leading in receptions and probably yards because he's gonna get targeted. For 120 yards. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You're gonna have two fast guys on the outside, you just send them on go routes, and then you have Vernon and Reed and Trey Quinn work in the middle. And you're going to get those eight to ten yard. All right, over under. How many games does Reed play? Seven. 12. Wow, seven and twelve. I say seven. Yeah, he played thirteen last year. I was going to say I, I was going to be right in the middle and say ten. Yeah, I think ten's a decent. Uh, you know, over under. You know, wonder what the line is in Vegas on Jordan Reed playing ten games. Over under. How many games does Trent play? If at all, I'm going to say Trent's at thirteen. I think he plays like you said a couple weeks ago. I think. <clears throat> all of this plays itself out. However, it does. He's He'll on come the, the last two weeks. Yeah, two, on, last two weeks. Of absolutely. Camp. He doesn't. He doesn't need to play a single snap in preseason for my money. Not at all. You know, not 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 a one. I think he plays. I think he gets dinged up, like Jeremy said a couple weeks ago, and you know he plays with a hurt shoulder for half the year, and he probably appears in thirteen games. Yeah, I, I'm not going to argue with that number. That sounds good. How many over under boys? How many does Haskins play in? No, how many does he start? Start six. I think I'm sticking with my prediction from a couple weeks ago. I'm going to say I'm saying zero starts. I'm saying six. Uh, once the once it gets out of hand, which is probably mm-hmm. week eleven, may, you know, maybe five or six. Here's why I say six, and this is the little devil angel on my shoulder. The angel tells me that <laughs> we we do the right thing. Haskins starts the season on the bench. You know, we let the veterans go out there, get the shit kicked out of them. We're out of the playoff race. He comes in as a sub a couple times. He gets the keys to the car in November and December, starts his six or seven games, and away we go. And then we roll him into season two as our starter. That's what I would say. The devil on my shoulder says that he starts week one and he gets hurt in like week four. Well, what <laughs> that's ha- why I mean, max six games. What happens if Keenum gets hurt? Like, I mean, now I think he will get hurt. I think it's inevitable. <laughs> I think whoever starts for us is eventually going to get hurt. Well, the more you run the ball, your running backs get hurt, not your quarterback. And that's what the Redskins need. They need, they, they, I mean, I think they stocked up on running backs because this is their theory. They're not, you know, Jay Gruden's not stupid. He knows that's how no, you, his, I, his formula to win last year until Alex got, Alex Smith got hurt was to win ugly, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and they just, did, they ground out some yeah, interesting don't games. Don't turn the ball over. If you don't turn the ball over, you'll be in most games. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that, it's that simple. Unless you're playing like an elite juggernaut, like the saints or Brady or somebody who's going to put up 28 and then you're screwed. Right. You know, you can play great defense and still get 28 on you. Yeah, I'm boring as hell. Turnover margin and time of possession, that's all you need. That's it. So I, I, I'm not going to steal this um, phrase because I, I definitely heard it, I, and I'm not sure who I was listening to, NFL Network on Sirius XM or something like that. And the guy said, <clears throat> aside from your outliers, aside from your Bradys, your Breezes, your, your spread offenses, your elite quarterbacks, almost every team has to come to the realization that it's a five-yard game. Within five yards of the line of scrimmage is the key. And he said, if you have an imposing front seven and you control that five yards, you force the ball out of the quarterback's hands faster. You force them to be very predictable with little slant routes and goes, and, and nothing is down the field. 
And if you're a run-stopping D, you just swallow them up in that five yards. Likewise, if you're an offense, if you can win that five yards and just get... push them back. Exactly. And he said, it's really, honestly, a boring game when you think of it that way. But he said, that's the crux of every great game, you know? The He's, most important player for the Redskins is Sweat. Because if he can come in and hmm. be impactful... I, he, I could argue a, that. He's a game yeah. changer. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, you know what you got in Payne. You know what you got in Allen. You know what you got in Ionitis. They're solid, above sure. average. They can they can do it. And we just you, talked about how you, prolific Kerrigan's well, been you over know, the years. Well, you know, you know Kerrigan's going to have 8 to 11 sacks. And he's done that without someone like Sweat right. opposite. True. So, Very so true. it's Sweat. If Sweat comes in, can have 11, 8 to 11 sacks too, and Allen gets his 6 or 7, and Payne gets his 6 or 7. That's a lot of sacks. That's a lot of freaking sacks, man. Damn. But those guys can do And I Unitas can, get, I, I can get there. Ruben Foster, that hurt. Did. It did. That hurt. I mean, he wasn't a star, but he was someone who was more athletic than what they have now. Mason <laughs> sure. Foster is just garbage. <laughs> and that Beeson guy is like older than Jeremy. Yeah, he probably is. I think you can run faster than him. <laughs> no. <laughs> not if I want to not die. <laughs> so that that hurt them. It you did. Know? It did. Um, but, you know, I... I Built like like a lot in hockey, building up the middle is still the way to go in football. And uh, the Redskins are Could solid not agree up the middle. Could not La- agree I think Landon College is going to have a big year. Um, I just the defense is optimistic. The offense is going to be dreadful, but the defense gives you optimism, and yep. they can keep you in games. Yep, they're not Ravens good on defense like like they used to be with you know Trent Dilfer quarterback and all they had to do was get seven first downs the entire game and win but they're decent enough to keep you in the games and maybe you can get lucky well I think they're they're legit top 10 if they you know have a spectacular year they might even be a top five squad um I because they were leaning that way halfway point last season that six and two team had a, a fringe top five defense at least in terms of you know yardage and points and I mean, that's 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 elite. You know? They just have to be competent out of the box because that early schedule. Oh, it's is awful. awful! It's awful. I mean, they can go one and five in a snap. They can. Yeah. <clears throat> and and if he plays the underdog card, Gruden, I really think he can get these guys to believe. Hey, we can play the first three or four of these games really ugly and keep these other teams stifled a little bit. If you if you're one of those other teams and you think the Redskins are easy pickings early and you've slept on their D. You could find yourself in one of those 16, 13 dogfights, and you're like, shit, this sucks. This is not where we want to be. And if you're the Skins, that's exactly where you want to be. That's exactly right. You need to, but they need to get out of the box. I mean, they got to, get, they got to go like two and three, you know, just to sort of get their footing. And then, then the schedule softens up in the middle. After about week six or seven, it softens up for five or six weeks. Well, I'm just praying for health. I'm actually praying for, um, some guys to overachieve as opposed to doing the Redskins way, which is, you know, hey, massively underachieved. Exactly. Hey, there's that guy play. again disappearing, you know, but health is is number one for me. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out. I'm way more interested and optimistic right now than I than I have been in a long time. And I think it, it's so much easier to play the underdog card sure. and to have expectations be lower. Has anybody heard about Bryce Love, Bryce Love and whether or not he's even going to play this year? Have no idea. I mean, what you know, last I heard was uh, at least pup to start, you know, because he's only what about six months, eight months removed from the surgery. Right. He's still a little, he's still a ways away. So, um, so that, was, that was still a head scratcher. <laughs> it was a head scratcher. It was as great as the sweat pick was. The love pick was uh, uh, okay. So. I mean, I th- I think it's the West Martin pick. You know, I think that's going to carry us. 
I, I love Wes Martin. I hate him. I hated him when they picked him, but now that I got to read up on him and see how just big and goofy and fatty is, it's awesome. <laughs> Watch him get hut. Watch him be like the first cut. Like what? I thought he was gonna start. No way, dude. Wes Martin's gonna be a he is beast. What a lineman should be. Yeah. Especially an interior guy. It's, he's awesome. It's just a big dumb animal, and yes. that's what we need. Yes. Yes. I don't want any divas down there. And we will wrap up part two by saying, Redskins, draft all the big, dumb animals you can. And all you have the- our support from Wings, Beers, and Tears. Yes. Yes. Cheers. Yes. So that wraps up our Redskins talk, and we are going to turn it to Wimbledon recap. Ooh, that sounds exciting. I As, thought it was pretty damn good. <laughs> it, was pretty act- it was actually pretty awesome. And uh, we're going to talk a little uh, uh, the Open coming up. British Open for all you old school golf fans. Is this PGA Championship week? <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. Almost. We're getting there. We will see you guys in part three of Wings, Beers, and Tears.